Hi, this is Susie Obst. Welcome to the Solemn Daily Dose, our healthcare and life sciences podcast. Today, we'll speak with Wendy Bronner. She is the SVP of marketing for McKesson. We'll get to hear her perspective on marketing in an evolving and converging healthcare ecosystem. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Susie. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited you're here. Why don't we start our discussion with a bit about what you're doing today? What's your role at McKesson? I am Senior Vice President of Marketing for our U.S. pharmaceutical and specialty health businesses. And so what does that really mean? (laughs) That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. (laughs) So McKesson has somewhat of a federated business model where we've got discrete business units um, across the enterprise. And Mm -hmm. not too long ago, a decision was made to bring our specialty health business and our U.S. pharmaceutical business together under one leader Mm -hmm. and one management team. But it is still a collection of businesses uh, served by that management team. Um, So if some of the functional areas, finance, marketing, legal, HR, those do span the sets of businesses. Mm -hmm. Our specialty health business historically has been focused on independent providers, so independent physician offices, Mm -hmm. as well as life sciences companies. And then our U.S. pharmaceutical business has been primarily focused on channels in health systems and hospitals, as well as retail. So what does a day in the life of Wendy look like? Because I'm sure they're all the same. They're all the same, <laughs> which is uh, big eyes <laughs> looking looking at the at a bright light. Um, I think you know, for me, since we have brought these businesses together, I am in uh, an accelerated learning mode about health systems and retail in particular. These are new spaces to me. Um, I've spent about twelve years in the specialty space, so mm-hmm. I feel like I know the concerns of our independent physicians really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very familiar with what's going on with our manufacturers and life sciences companies as well, uh, having served in a number of roles uh, in that part of our business. But outside of the macro trends in healthcare, the nuances around health systems and retail pharmacy are really new to me. So mm-hmm. I'm spending a lot of time learning. We have a very new team, so I'm spending a tremendous amount of time trying to put some cohesion around that team, Mm -hmm. and that actually takes quite a lot of lift. And then I think, you know, the other piece that is challenging in a learning environment is the environment of convergence that we're in Mm -hmm. right now. So where those lines were a lot crisper previously between a health system and retail, for example, well, now health systems may have retail pharmacies. Mm-hmm. They may have health plans or be invested in health plans. Um, pharmacies may be diversifying into home infusion and trying to set up infusion suites, which would typically be the purview of the independent physician. And mm-hmm. so the lines are really gray and blurry. So as you try to understand segments and think about segmentation, you're kind of doing segmentation against a bit of a moving target. Not only that, you have all of the convergence in and among existing players and then the appearance of new players that are getting into the industry as well. So Mm -hmm. it's a constantly evolving landscape. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think when most people think about marketing in the traditional sense, it's taking a specific product or service and marketing that to the end user. From a drug distribution perspective, and I know McKesson is a lot more than that, as you think about marketing, what are you actually marketing to the to the end customers? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we don't really market products, right? Mm-hmm. We're not marketing the, the drugs themselves. We're really marketing the services to the providers. So when you think about a health system, for example, we're focused on pharmacy. And a lot of the 
a pharmacy is one of the two biggest cost drivers for a health system. They have labor and then they've got their drug expense. Mm-hmm. And so we're a partner that can help them manage that expense, whether it is by looking at some of their revenue cycle, patient assistance, revenue recovery, attendant to their drug purchases, mm-hmm. or at times thinking at helping them think through how they want to um, diversify themselves. Do they mm-hmm. want to look at regional consolidation? Are they looking to consolidate more broadly? So our goal is to come in as a strategic partner with a set of assets, the core of which is drug Mm -hmm. distribution because it is such a considerable expense for some of these customers. It's interesting as you think about strategic partnership and you mentioned the convergence and evolution of the industry, what are some of the opportunities and challenges that you see as an industry moving forward? So as you think about those strategic partnerships, what are some of the the kind of big things that are exciting to you? Well, I think technology is certainly going to be a game changer. Mm -hmm. There are things occurring now in... Regardless of the type of technology, I can Mm -hmm. think of scientific technology and advances in medicine where identification of certain biomarkers can inform clinical trial decisions mm-hmm. and we can leverage technology technology to help identify patients who may have those. And that can be across a variety of settings. So I think where you can take a capability that may have existed in one place and now bring it into different facets of the healthcare segment, you get a lot more of the ability to have coordinated care. Mm-hmm. So I think that's certainly exciting. You know, I'm not sure what's going to come out of some of the vertical integration mm-hmm. that we're seeing. And so it's um, probably earlier ill-advised for me to <laughs> comment on where I think that some of those partnerships mm-hmm. we're seeing emerge may may land. But I will say, you know, in our space, I think the ability to continue to identify organizations, whether we're partnering with them or they come in through acquisition, that help to uh, expand the portfolio of services that we can offer. Mm-hmm. I think that creates a lot of ease of interaction for our customers and ability to work with us in a more well-rounded way. Mm-hmm. So examples of that recently are things like um, Intrafusion, which is an infusion mm-hmm. management company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we acquired them in the specialty business. So where you have a lot of physicians who now have a pipeline of specialty mm-hmm. therapeutics with various indications, and they've not traditionally been infusing, those are services that we can offer to them. We can come in and provide those infusion management services in their practice, mm. and that enables them to continue caring for patients as therapies evolve. On our manufacturer side of the house, we recently completed an acquisition of RX Crossroads, and that extends our capabilities for life sciences companies who are looking to commercialize their product and do end-to-end, whether it's you know, 3PL, specialty pharmacy, hub services. Mm -hmm. So I think that whether it's forming partnerships or actually going out and building or buying assets to enrich the portfolio, there are a lot of uh, broader needs for our customers and we're able to serve them in a in a wider way. Yeah, excellent. And Wendy, how did you end up here? Did you come here through a long career in marketing? Do you have a background in the healthcare industry? Were you doing something totally different before this? Yeah, I had a really itinerant <laughs> So I, I've been in healthcare for about 12 and a half years, and this has been my only healthcare experience. Prior to healthcare, mm-hmm. I was in financial services, mm-hmm. really an IT company, E-Trade, uh, financial mm-hmm. services, but it was an IT company. And before that, I was in telecommunications. I was in Unix servers and data warehousing. Mm-hmm. I started out in semiconductors, mm-hmm. uh, sort of everything but healthcare, with a big focus on international marketing and then product management as well. Okay. 
Yeah. And so what made you interested in the healthcare space when you made the transition over to McKesson? Uh, so a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I did grow up in a healthcare family mm-hmm. or service-oriented family. And my dad's a physician, and my mom is a social worker mm, okay. and had been a speech therapist. So they've, you know, I grew up in a family of helping other people. And then I had kids, and I've always been a working mom. And I had this idea. It's not, actually never come to fruition, but I had this notion that my kids one day would wake up and say, "Why do you leave me and go to work every day?" And I would <laughs> tell them it was for things having to do with financial services. And it didn't feel fulfilling to say, you know, to create online check images. And (laughs) although our online check images were wonderful and we were one of the first out, just didn't feel good. So I I contemplated what might be something where regardless of the functional area of focus, the company itself, the industry itself was doing something to make somebody's life better in Mm -hmm. a meaningful and real and tangible way. And that felt like healthcare to me. Yeah, absolutely. I know you've only been in this current role for a couple months, but to your point about doing things that feel good, do you have an example of something that you've done uh, in the healthcare space that really exemplifies how working in this industry can be kind of rewarding, something that you feel really, it was a big accomplishment from a career perspective? Well, I think, I mean, for me and my function, most of my focus has really been on the team. So mm-hmm. it's not specific to healthcare. It really mm-hmm. is team-oriented. I do view myself as enabling the success of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of what we've been able to accomplish with respect to maintenance of net promoter and customer satisfaction scores while we integrate other businesses and creating a really positive mm-hmm. culture, those are the things I take personal satisfaction mm-hmm. in. I think from a perspective of um, what am I proud of that we accomplish at an industry level? I would talk more about the company, and there are certain things that we've done, for example, in our in the U.S. Oncology Network around the oncology care model, mm-hmm. um, where we've really been a leader and a pioneer in how we have developed a program that is enabling our physicians to adapt to the value-based care world. Mm-hmm. And we've made tremendous strides generally in value-based contracting, and it's really mm-hmm. a new paradigm very much um, and one that is here to stay Mm -hmm. and so the work that we're able to do in partnership with the physician leaders in that network to build and and APPs you know and nurses to Mm -hmm. to build programs that are going to be sustainable and integrate well into their processes are one of the things that I think makes our company really unique. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I want to go back to what you were saying about enabling teams to be successful. What's your philosophy on doing that well? What are the the secrets to success? I'm sure I don't have them all. (laughs) What are your secrets to success? They're pretty basic. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my job is to share with the team what a positive outcome looks like for us. Mm -hmm. What's the vision? What do I think we are capable of and obligated to accomplish Mm -hmm. for the organization? My job is to make sure I'm there to serve as a thought partner, Mm -hmm. um, to provide resources or remove roadblocks for the team, Mm -hmm. to challenge them and uh, engage them and reward them for their successes along the way and to enable them to fail, but hopefully small. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, serve as as counsel or sounding board when they do so we can figure out how to course correct. But Mm -hmm. I 
definitely don't view my job as doing their job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's something I struggle with. I really like being hands-on to develop a solution, and it's hard for me to feel like I, my role is the thought partner mm-hmm. and not the creator. Mm-hmm. But it's an important role, and it, it helps them to, to be successful and achieve great things for themselves in their career, mm-hmm. for their teams, and for the company. And I am a firm believer I, that employee success comes first. Mm-hmm. I think it's impossible for employees to be successful and the company to not be. Mm-hmm. So I do like to focus first on how do we make sure that we've got the right team with the right capabilities set up for success. And I find that the flywheel goes from there. Yeah, absolutely. To that point, how do you how do you think about um, what it looks like to be successful as a marketer? How do you think that'll change moving forward? I was thinking about your earlier point about technology becoming more important from a healthcare perspective. And I think certainly as you think about communications with different stakeholders, technology mm-hmm. becomes increasingly important. Do you see sort of the um, criteria for success as a marketing team evolving over time? Yeah, I mean, I think that from a technology perspective, one of the things there's a lot of really foundational work that needs to get done that requires an enormous amount of resource and time and people mm-hmm. that's not very glamorous. You mm-hmm. know, it's not a whiz bang commercial on TV on the Super Bowl. Um, it's making sure that the data for all of our retail pharmacies are accurate so that when users are trying out voice search or searching on their phone, that they're actually able to get to the right place. Mm-hmm. Sounds really basic, but if those things are broken, you mm-hmm. can't really enable patients to come into a store. Mm-hmm. So things like that are critical. That's something we're really going to be looking at this year. Do we have the foundational elements in place to be able to enable success? I think there are some really interesting things that we're um, going to be able to do through segmentation. We're taking a a different approach to segmentation than we've done before, which Mm -hmm. uh, leverages quantitative data and um, purchasing data and Mm -hmm. marries that with behavioral data to to drive at segmentation that's Mm -hmm. a little bit richer. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that'll that'll be really important. Um, But marketing moves quickly Mm -hmm. and especially from a technology perspective, we do have to keep being mindful of what's evolving. Digital marketing used to be a term. I think digital marketing is marketing now to mm-hmm. a large extent. Mm-hmm. And some of that does come in the data science and that, and actually making sure those foundational elements are accurate. So that's going to be really important moving forward. Absolutely. Um, Wendy, one final question for you. Uh, as you ease into this new role, let's fast forward maybe five years, what will success look like to you? When you look back and say, I've done you know, a handful of things that I feel great about, what will that look like? What it will look like would be if I have um, internally stakeholders who say, wow, our marketing team knows our customers and markets better than anybody. We, they are the ones we go to to try mm-hmm. and understand more. And if our portfolio of solutions is differentiated and compelling because of what we've learned about our customers and able to, in order to be able to assemble mm-hmm. the right set of solutions, we're not spending time on things that really don't have value, and that our customers would be able to articulate how McKesson is an enabler of their success mm-hmm. and ideally do so in a way that reflects the language that we're using out mm-hmm. there. I love that. Excellent. Well, hopefully we'll have a chance to circle back in a couple of years and That'd be great. see how things are going. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Solemn Daily Dose. Stay tuned for more healthcare and life sciences episodes coming your way soon. Mm-hmm.